you know, thought on you know drugs. Yeah, I might have said this before, but you know, I feel like I kind of you know, put it in a different light. You know, drug control to me is like in a lot of ways. You know, the established culture that rules the day, trying to subvert the mindset of the cultures that have been around in the world for millennia. You know, year after year, century after century. You know, when you take away a culture's right to understand the world as they believe it directly, you know, through the use of drugs, right? Let's just be honest, if you ever tried them, it gives you a direct connection with trying to cope with your life and understanding to the, uh, to the connection of, you know, what is the afterlife and why am I here? You know, right? Those are the two questions you're asking. You know, where do we come from? Where are we going? Why am I here? What happens when I'm gone? You know, everyone's so stressed about it. It's like, hey, I think, you know, whatever happens, happens. And whatever you believe, you believe. You know, be it so. Because we don't know. No one knows for sure. They all claim they know, but no one really knows. And to me, I mean, that's the point. The mystery is the whole point. If you knew, then, you know, there goes the mystery. You know, in a lot of ways. But taking away people's rights to experience in reality, directly, you know, it's a cultural violation. It's a religious violation, quite, quite frankly. You know, just FYI, kids, look it up. You know, marijuana's been illegal for exactly 100 years. Maybe not exactly, but pretty close. You know, along with all the other drugs that your forefathers used to be able to experience. Just quite honestly. Heck, they even tried to get rid of alcohol once. Imagine that white people living your life without your drug. What's the white man drug? Gotta be alcohol. You know, and who doesn't like alcohol? I like a shot of whiskey and beer and sake. You know, wine. I've drank it all. It's great. It helps you relieve stress and understand the world directly. But really, hey, maybe you should try some of the cultural stuff. Because guess what? You start seeing the world differently when... When your mind is free and you're not controlled by, you know, the rhetoric that controls society anymore. You know, that's what they're afraid of. And, and the sooner people accept a different cultural mindset of seeing things, the sooner humanity can get back to a, uh, a cultural mindset of doing things. You know, where is your bond? And it means something. You know, you live and let live. You respect one another, you know, for their rights to view the world how they want. What's wrong with that? Is that a bad thing? To view the world how you want? You know, does it have to be under the guise and control of the few? Because, you, know, you got to admit, I mean, the whole world is controlled by a few people. Like, literally, you could fit, the people who could, like, blow up the world in a car. You know, one car. That car you drive on every day, you know, it's all by yourself. Just imagine Trump, Putin, and Z, you know, sitting in the back or in the front. Now, just put them all in the back together because your co-pilot is death, quite frankly. You know, the Grim Reaper himself sitting there up on Capitol Hill. You know, that's your, that's your co-pilot. 
You know, Mr. McConnell, you think the president's powerful? Mr. McConnell, in my opinion, you know, the Congress, that's the most powerful position in the entire country. You know, no kidding. Those people are basically appointed for life. As long as you can, like, keep your constituency on a string, they're appointed for life. You know, they're appointed by money, an establishment, an entitlement, and who you know, good old boy club, right? Who you're rubbing elbows with. Oh, look at Trump. He's all hanging out with the queen. Right? Well, there you go. Finally, it's, it's been said. You know, and they all do it. Right? Ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new at all about that. And you know, that's what happened when you know, Europeans came to America. They, they went back to their roots. They understood that they could live free without the trappings of society that they oppose, impose upon you. With the trappings of society of money and jibber-jabber law that no one can understand unless you have the money to pay for them. And even they can't even understand it. It's moving around at such a fast pace. No one knows what's going on. You want to have small government. You know, three laws, left, right, and middle. You just check, check box it in your region. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. You know, simple, simplifies government is small government. No shit. But the federal system you have today and the control system, it's like a double-edged sword all over again. That federal trade, you know, federal control system we have today is controlled by the few. You know, it doesn't work. A federal control system where we have simplified laws that everyone can agree to, that we don't come to a middle ground to, are accepted wholly and completely by everyone because everyone comes to consensus on these laws, then hey, welcome to a brand new day. It used to be like that, quite frankly. Cultural tribes, that's how we used to live. You know, until the white man came along and, you know, put it all under contract. What's a jibber-jabber? No one knows what it is. You even tried to explain to me the tax code law that's constantly changing every year in America. They say, you know, it's the longest excuse. And it's like, I look at that and I feel like, you know, I can't get a fair tax rate. That's what really pisses me off. The only people who get a fair tax rate are the rich. That's it. That's it. All the loopholes are there for them. All that stuff is there for them. Everyone else just takes the, uh, you know, the standard, right? You get the standard right off. Because you know, what your life expenses are don't count to the government. They're like, whatever. You still have to pay. You know, and that's where they're wrong. If you want to change the world, here you go, everyone. Everyone get an LLC. Make it so cheap to get an LLC, it's like a buck. One dollar LLCs. Get some billionaire just giving them away. Right? Cost him five, cost people one. You know, and that's what we need. We need people to step up. You know, hey, you know, rich people. You know, get, make America LLC'd up. You know, so much so you're like an independent nation. And everyone has equal, equal rights. Because they all have, you know, the law on their side. No one can understand it, right? But everyone in the LLC is demanding simplified law. That's the first thing they want to take care of. Because this law is ridiculous. It is through the roof, inane, with loopholes and favoritism. You know, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You'll pay me here, I'll pay you there. Kind of attitude. You know, both before, during, and after you're elected. And that's crazy. They think you can run a world that runs like this. 
Everyone sees it and you agree, you know, the corruption's, it's thick. You're not only here in America, but in China, in Russia as well. And all the major governments of the world, quite frankly. You know, everyone that's being pulled by their strings, including America's. You know, it's not just China, Russia, and America. It's us, all the other countries that, you know, they all pull strings on. And I say to those countries, hey, you should all just work together. Free people. No self, no uh, centralized government. You know, governments of the people. You could do it a different way. You know, if, if the world really wanted to change, they could all change their nations one at a time into what I describe. You know, start small. Hey, Bahamas. You know, become a country of one person, one, one vote, one voice. There you go. Problem solved. You know, and the people can decide. You know, hey, if, they, they, if the world doesn't want to help me out, then, you know, we can all decide to do what we need to do to help ourselves out and survive. What's the most important thing, people? Having all this money or having a decent way of life, right? Everyone chases money. It's like, here you go. Here's something you chase. A decent life for everyone. Everyone. All. You know, no more of this favoritism bullshit. This is how they create favoritism. It's with all this money. It's the lifeblood. Because with, with money, you can pull and push favoritism you know, like nothing else. It's so liquid. You know, wait, wait until it goes digital. You know, it's going to go digital. And once everyone starts throwing the money on the ground and saying it's worthless, oh, it'll go digital. It's already pretty much digital, people. Don't get off the digitization for now. You know, demand cash. But really, you need to get rid of that cash eventually. Make it worthless. And create a new system. Create a new digital currency. You know, something no one's ever seen. Something I had described. You'll make it worth something. It's not, you know, something you invest in all the time. It's what you use to be the grease in the wheels, quote-unquote, to make society run, to network humanity. That's what money is. It's the, it's the liquid networking of humanity. You pour it in and people start dancing around doing things for you. Right? That's the thing. They pour it in and you do the dancing. In a world where you, the money's lubrication is just, you know, pure, true, and networked humanity without all the jibber-jabber, you know, one person, one vote, one voice, everyone's an LLC, you know, everyone's an independent nation, but no one's beholden to the laws of, you know, the 1% that say that they own you. Everyone has the right to believe and think how they want. And you fill it out in a standardized checkbox for them. You know, now we know the will of the people. You know, that's why you need to simplify law. Because you can't know the will of the people if it's completely codified and, you know, this ridiculous maze that we have today. You know, federal law sucks now, but federal law, you know, the will of the people would be amazing for here. Like I said, it's all balanced. Everything's a double-edged sword in my mind. Everything can be done for good or bad. In the world we have today with the control system, it's all been done for bad. Go try to justify to me that they're good. There's the ones who started two world wars. Right? They're the ones who've created this mess that we're living with today. You know, especially the global climate change. We've been talking about that for like, what, since the 70s? The 70s, people? That's like almost 50 years. It's a long time. Now we're finally on the cusp. We're seeing the effects. They're like, nope. You know, we're still going to hold out. 
They're going to run their rhetoric and their law round and round your head. And you'll never get it done in time. You've got to bypass those laws. The only way to do it is, you know, the will of people working freely are getting their own free time. Of their own free will. Like I said, it takes a big, mold, bold move to change society. You know, me asking everyone to just work for free is a pretty bold move. You know, why not? Why can't you do that? When's the last time you volunteered to help anyone do anything? Not with money. Not with money. But by moving your ass over there and, you know, lifting some furniture, you know, mowing someone's lawn, or who knows what, right? You know, no one does anything like that anymore. No one. You know, tell me, tell me that's not true, right? You put down your gold rings and your gold cards and your gold guns and your, your gold knives and your gold bombs and your gold jets. You'll come back to reality. The world isn't gold. Just FYI, rich people, the world isn't gold. And what is gold today? Straight up cash. It is. Straight up cash. Money is gold. The petrodollar is gold. It's gold and it's oil, which is destroying the world as well. There you go. You know, it's not impossible to give up money when you look at it that way. You want to change the world, kid? There you go. Throw the money on the ground. You know, get rid of Mr. Lincoln. Ba-ting! Worthless. You know, get rid of the nickel. Stop letting them nickel dime your life. You know, simplify this economy. Oh, now it's a dollar fifty. Oh, it's a dollar seventy-five. You know, when there's a rake hike, you can finally see it. You know, no more it's like you know, gaming the system. And after that, you know, go to Burning Man and see how big a pile you know, the rich and the poor can make. Make them spiral out and you know, have it a competition. You know, what's the world donation this year? How much money are we going to burn at Burning Man this year? You know, that's the world I want to see. You know, is it illegal to burn it? Well, they're going to force us not to burn it. We're going to use it for this or that. You know, that's what the donation will be. It'll be to unredact this entire nation. Yeah, unredact a nation. You know, let's hear the truth. Let's build a system that it makes the world work. But really, you gotta use it as a means to be something that's negative to the, those who have everything, if it does get used. Because if it's used for good, then you're gonna wanna use the money for good. But if it's used to, you know, kinda quote unquote punish those who have everything, you know, they're not going to want to stop you from burning it. And the whole point is to burn it. You know, I'd rather burn it and get rid of it than keep it and try to spend it on shit. The world needs to think a different way. That's what I'm trying to say. You need to get rid of the money eventually. In the form that it is now. You know, I've told you my ideas on different types of money. You know, split it in half. You know, one of your own free will to help out society. And one of, you know, a dividend you get every year of destruction on the planet. You know, and it works its way up towards, it gets to the point where origination, like, you know, you buy some meat and eat it, and, you know, 10,000 gallons of water had to be used or something like that. Or 2,000 gallons of water. Right, and then, bing, it disappears. You know, it goes out, it destroys part of the environment, our natural resource of water. You know, same thing with all the, the energy. You know, in the, in the, in the fish, You know, it's a finite world today, people. There's so many people. That's the problem. You can't, y'all can't stop breeding. Because they've got you all messed up and thinking you've got to have endless growth. And what success is, you don't have to. 
you can have a sustainable world. We can pick a number and say, hey, that's what's going to sustain humanity. And that's the responsible thing to do. Because you have this you know, intersection of human population and quality of life. And right now, it's, it's not about quality of life or sustainability. It's all about endless population, the rich and powerful using that to you know, buy their way to control you by creating debt for the next generation. You know, the biggest Ponzi scheme ever created. You know, the Fed governments of, of America and, the, and of the world. You know, they auction out the future by indebting everyone to the past. That's what they've done. And now we work enslaved every day to pay it off. Right? We built this entire nation. We did all the work. I mean, it literally exists before us. Right? It happened. And then you think about that, and it's like, on top of that, while we did this and made this world like it is, with our two hands and our knowledge and our actually doing work in society, not the rich and powerful, we made it happen, people. You mean everyone, we've created this modern world that's just amazing. But they, in that process, decided to slap a bunch of debt on all of humanity. You got this like one guy and a hundred people saying, hey, we own you. What you say, what we think is what you'll do. And that one guy, he's got like five or ten guys that you know, back him up. And they're the most violent people you can find. And that's what goes on. That's slavery, people. That's slavery. You know, humanity is never supposed to be a slave society. You know, guess what? We have most slavery today than we've ever had. Does that blow your mind? Blows my mind. But it doesn't surprise me in the least. Not in the least. You know, this is where a system of money that controls everything brings you. Now, this is why it's flawed. It can be good, but it's also bad. It's an outdated system. Like I said, we can still have money. It's just based on something. It's based on your, your goodwill that you show freely. And the dividend of destruction on the environment. And you can quantify these things. You can aggregate it towards those who do more and those who do less. You know, and still keep it a capitalist system. You know, people needing things and wanting more, you know, is what drives innovation. I get that. You know, it needs to be a combination of all systems. Right? Command and control. You, you know what your top ten is, then bam, that's the command. You know, when you get to a certain point, everyone agrees to go make 20,000 toasters, and boom. You know, command, done. Because we controlled it. We made it happen. You know, but it was at the will of the people. It was for the benefit of society. Because it's the most efficient thing to do. You know, we don't make toasters every single day and make it be wasteful. We'll make 10,000 toasters at one time. 3D print them and poof, off you go. And we're going to do it factory style. Now, if you're 3D printing them locally, then yeah, you can do them all the time. Quite frankly, you're made to order. But like I said, you need to have things simplified. 3D print the same thing for the next 10 years. You'll make it durable. Design it to be recycled, easy to maintain, easy to fix, plug and play. So you can cannibalize the parts for the next 10, 20, 80 years. You know what I'm saying? You know, when it looks inefficient anymore and it's easy to recycle and you come up with something amazing, you know, in the next 10 years through endless research of you know, minds coming together, then yeah, when it makes sense to get rid of them, you know, on to the next best thing. You know, make better 3D printers that make better things in our lives. If you can think something on the computer, people, you can make it. 
I mean, that's why it's got to be like that. You know, but they, you have, you have no idea the kind of stuff they can make with 3D printing things nowadays into the material world. If you made that society's mainstay of doing things, you know, go back to the 1980s, right? Then that, that technology would develop over time. Because people would be focused all over the world to you know, develop that for the next 10 years and make it even better. Or more widely available. You know, 3D print aluminum, people. Aluminum's the future, I'm telling you. It's like, even today, with the lack of recycling we have, like, it's a, it's recycled at like 70%. 70% of aluminum still existed. You know, existed in the 1950s. That's how recycled it is. And we don't even try. Imagine the whole system was based on aluminum. It's a pretty optimal material for everything, people. And you can put cool graphics on them, too, that aren't, aren't stickers. It's just like... Electroplating. You make that the future. You know, and then you research and develop it in 10 years, boom, even more amazing. You know, when people who do more, they get the, the newest, latest, greatest things that's coming out every 10 or, I don't know, maybe five years, right? Who knows? You know, we might be, get really good at it. But trickle-down economics only works if it's physical goods. Yeah, trickle-down economics, good idea. You know, if it's not able to be just hooted up by the rich and powerful at a moment's notice in some form or way. That's what they've done. They're just like at the top of their pyramid there and their golden little chairs and their gold this and that. And below them is just giant mountain bigger than Everest or McKinley. Right? That's how big. That's how much they own. They're like people sitting up at the top of the mountain. You know, they have another little soiree on top of Everest. And, it, and it's just a mountain of debt. And we're at the bottom. They don't even see us. They're like, we're way out there in the, in the distance. Yeah, they think they see us, but in problem of the world like they do, they don't. Because they, they're, what, there's, they're the ones that support it. And they didn't realize it. Hey, I get it. You know, no one looked at it that way. You know, but now you can look at it that way. You're the one supporting it. And by you continuing to rule from above, it doesn't allow humanity to come together. And it's got to be in steps, right? It's got to be little baby steps at first, because let's just be honest, everyone's completely divided today, right? That's why you're going to have three different versions of the law, right, left, right, and middle. You know, region up, go to where you want to live, and you know, not only by nation, but around the world. Marry someone from another country. You know, make it happen. You know, we can force this change, people, just by doing what I say. You don't have to wait for them to do it. That's the beauty of it. You can just do it. You know, it's tough. I know. It's like, oh, man, just gonna, everyone's just going to do these things. Yeah, well, there you go. There's a solution. All it takes is humanity just, you know, see things from a different perspective. You will not, like, let the rhetoric of those who divide us divide us. You know, especially what? Money. Banks, right? Politics. Especially religion. You know, they're the ones kind of pulling the whole thing with their extreme rhetoric in the conservative party. Right? I said it before. The Republican Party today is nothing like it used to be. Anyone who's Republican, you know, you need to look up to what it was like before 1980. Because that's when the Republican Party kind of died. It morphed into this monster that we have today. Alright? You know, look where it's leading us. They don't listen to anyone. Now I'm pro-gun guys, but hey, 
side on the, the right side is messed up. Supporting fascism, Nazi flags waving, that's not American. You can't even begin to defend that that's American to say, we need fascism in this country and white pride racism, just like Adolf Hitler in World War II with the, with the Jews being burned at the, you know, in the factories. We need to go back to that, that's what you want. That's crazy, that's not American. That's very anti-American. You know, in my opinion, I think anyone's opinion. Now you're just, you have just misdirected youth anger at the system. It's not, you know, the black people or the brown people or red people or whatever people that aren't white that you should be mad at. It's the people on the top. And quite frankly, a lot of them are white males. Just, just kind of look up and be like, yep, most of them are white males. Guess what, people? You know, that face has never changed. It's always been the white males. Always has been. And if you don't do anything about it, it always will be. Now, you're angry at the wrong people. Now, you got more alike than different those who are disenfranchised by the rich. You know, they have, have lives that you barely survive in. That just keep pushed and pushed. You know, and how they control the rhetoric in your lives. You know, it, it comes in all forms. You know, we're all downtrodden. All of us. You know, even in America today. Used to be you could look past it because it didn't really affect you as much. But now, you know, everyone's got problems because everyone's you know, so stressed to make money, to survive. You know, some people have no problems, right? They care. They could think I'm crazy. Like, oh, I like money. Money just works, works, works. Need money? Got money? Go buy some? Hey, happy me. And it's like, hey, you know, that money might disappear one day, people. If everyone in the world want to get rid of the petrodollar, guess what? Bye-bye, money. Bye-bye, money. And guess what? You know, you'll be able to say, I'm rich, bitch. That's right. You get rid of the money, you change the system I'm talking about, guess what? I'm rich. That's right. You get your destruction on the environment dividend every year, and you can parse it out through the, through the month if you want, you know, monthly, or even weekly, however you want to divvy it up. You know, maybe you need to have some means of self-control. You can get any way you want. You know, and the more you do in the world, you know, maybe the little more you get. But really, we should have, you know, a, you know, how you help out society and money as well. You know, split the money in half. You know, and that's the thing. When you bring the money together in one currency, it allows them to control you. When you split it in half and you base it on something like the environment and you know what you actually do and transparency of it, of interacting interacting with your fellow human, well yeah, if that's actually based on something. And when you use cryptocurrency to bring together, not to you know, make some another form of investment, right? You're just competing to gain the same thing as them. Use that currency in one way. You know, it can like be that intermediary. It's that that networking of humanity. You know, that's where cryptocurrency encryption, you know, gets you. You know, but that's a tough sell. But I don't know. I think it could happen because people are pretty used, pretty used to cryptocurrency. But that's the thing, people. You're still using it as money. You're competing with each other. You're just like all the banks and the countries of the world. It's the same thing. You should have one currency. You know, one currency that, you know, isn't speculative to make money. But it's, you know, it's your destruction on the environment every year. When you get it, 
You use it up because you buy things. You use things, right? You buy your brand new cell phone. You know, what's the destruction of the environment with that? Do you know? Do you care? Well, you should demand that you should be able to know what that is. You know, through every single thing you buy. You know, is this company that's making these things doing the right thing? You know, that should matter. And if it doesn't, then you're never going to change anything. You know, environmental damage will continue to happen. Because you can't make an informed decision when you buy something. Or you do anything. Like you take those plane rides everywhere. You go on these cruises. Do you know how much that destroys the environment? Do you have any clue? Well, there should be like a number right there you can look at every single thing you look at that you're going to go do in life. You want to take that trip to Hawaii? You know, this is the carbon footprint. You know, ding, it's coming off of your yearly carbon footprint. You know, transparency list. You know, use that cryptocurrency for that. But that's what it does. It, the AI and the cryptocurrency dings it off. Cancels it out. It counts the books in real time. You know, now you know how you're affecting the environment. Right? That's all you're doing. You're not, you're not screwing anyone here. Now you know how you're affecting the environment when you make a choice in life. Like how much is it when I buy something used? Not much. Not at all. You know, it's only the initial purchase that really matters. After that, it's just physical trickle down economics. No more dings. You'll live your life that way, and guess what? You'll start saving the planet, because people will care about reusing things. Now, reuse is the future, people. You want to talk about sustainability? Reuse. Cannibalized parts, standardized parts, plug-and-play. You know, long-term researching, long-term productions. You know, very few models that don't change every single year. It doesn't have, like, 20 varieties every single year. Right? It's like, you can't even keep up with all the parts that, you know, keep our modern world going. Now in a world where, you know, pretty much everything fits anything, then hey, talk about sustainability of democracy and the will of the people. Because now we can, be, you know, be like, walk around the forest and hey, you know, there's an old car that, but it's got its modular park, pull it out and put it on my car. Because it's the same model year range. You know, that's where long production brings you. But that's like that with everything. No, quite frankly, you could shorten production, that's fine, but it's got to be sustainable. It's got to make sense. It's still got to function as it's supposed to. But that's hard today, right? No, but they would never do that on their own free will. This is why it's part of one of the demands. You know, if companies don't want to do this, hey, you know, we vote with our dollars, and if it doesn't exist, we'll just use used, or we just won't use anything at all. We'll just keep sitting in the woods waiting. You know what I'm saying? We can wait this out. You know, get your tent, get your green, you know, overalls. You know, get your patches on that you like. Show what you're standing for. You know, make real change. If everyone did that, then hey, you know, it'd be a visual thing you'd see every day. It would start changing people's minds that, you know, that don't really give a shit. You know, how many people care about this world? Well, how many people are walking around in green jumpsuits every single day? That's how many people care. You can live your life like that, not just by, you know, protesting. Your protest is that you're getting things done, you know, as a group, without them, without them stopping you. You're making it happen yourself. You're going around doing all the, you know, service jobs that need to be done. Quite frankly, of your own free will. And until things change happens, you know, this is how we'll power up the next system. You can't just stop the system and then break the system and then 
you know, have a giant war, right? You, you change over the system. You freely give your own free time and will to make a new system work. You know, while the old system's still going, they can't stop you. If you give your own free will and your own time, you know, there's no money, you know, exchanging places. There's no quid pro quo. There's no this for that. You know, it's never been something that's illegal or something you can tax. That's called charity. Never happened. You know, trying to find that in the law. It doesn't exist. And if it does, you know, if they try to make it exist, you know, I call foul. Right? You know, in a world where you give your own free time and well, you don't introduce a document between you and someone else. And you create a whole new way of, you know, society coming together. But that, that doesn't exist today. This is just like something that could possibly exist in maybe the next couple of years. And that's why I pick now to tell everyone. I haven't seen the technology really get to that level. But we're right there. And we're right before AI comes out. And when AI comes out, you have two choices, people. This is why I tell you now, because there's still time. There's still time to do it before AI comes out and demand that it's in your hands. We still have time. Because you know, they say, oh, it's at least three to five years in the future. Okay, well, we're holding you to that. You know, no uh, unveiling it secretly. You know, and just forcing us on it. Because why wouldn't you have had this out before, right? You know, watch out, people. They're playing their games. World domination. This is what people, all this money and power do. When you're that rich, money is nothing. It's just like the ability to wield your will upon the world. That's what it is. You know? And maybe that is maybe what it was needed in the past. But I'm saying it's an outdated system. It's all it is. The world we're going into, that way of doing things has to go away with everything else. You know, I'm talking about changing everything, just existentially everything, and how humanity networks. That's all I'm asking for. I'm asking you to change the way you network. I'm not asking for revolution. I'm not asking for, you know, blow up the world like those in charge do. All I'm asking you to do is to think a different way, change the way you live, and just, you know, make it happen. You believe that you can do it together. You know, keep an eye on the person you're with. You know? You don't know everyone yet, but, you know, people will take advantage of you. you know, this is why you have to have transparency. Use people who are transparent to get along with or, you know, network society in some way. Even if you had have to ad hoc it, I don't know. But I think you should have a centralized system, quite frankly. You know, something, because I'm thinking of it, I'd have something to do with. You know, because I want it a certain way, and this you know, it's very nuanced and the things that need to go on. But yeah, I think it could happen. I think it could. But, I don't know. There's a lot of people who wouldn't want it to happen. You know, right? No one, no one would want to agree with me when they first start listening to me that you'd want to change the world like this. Because everything I say is crazy. It takes a while to digest it. And when you finally get to hear it, it's like, huh. You know what? We could actually do that if we, if we wanted to. You know, we could use cell phones and technology and AI in your hands and your data in your hands to change the world. Yeah, we could do that. But it has to be done without those in power wielding it upon us. We have to take the power back. You know, women have to lead. The youth have to lead. The old people need to help them out. You know, 
care about getting rid of nuclear bombs? How about kicking that one off your bucket list, kid, old man? You know, you want to get rid of nuclear bombs? Let's get rid of those things. Because that's one of the first things that needs to go as well. You know, the threat of an impending doom with hypersonic missiles controlled by AI with nuclear bombs on them, you know, isn't a good future. You know, just FYI. You know, it might be time to finally make good on your promise, get rid of nuclear bombs. That's what I think. You know, kids want real change. You know, let's make real change happen. Let's get rid of these things. Because, like I said, three people could be sitting in you, in, in the car with you in the back seat. And those three guys could literally blow up the world. You know, and who's your co-pilot? Mr. McConnell. You know, he's sitting there right next to you. That position in Congress is so powerful. And he's the one at the helm right now. Right? And where does he want to go? You know, he self-proclaims that he's the Grim Reaper himself. You know, and everyone's calling him Moscow Mitch. Because guess what? You know, he may disagree with me, but... And, and I, don't, I don't think it's nice to get, you know, be name-calling, right? But my point is with this is... When you allow the vote to be called, that it, that it could be fake, right? Everyone's saying fake news. You know what they'll say? Fake vote. That vote was faked. That's what you're going to hear. That's the rhetoric you'll hear. Watch out for it. You know, they may not do it because I just said it and people hear it, but, you know, that's what they're thinking. Calling it a fake vote. vote. You know, and when people can come in and mess with it, now you can sit there and point and say, hey, that's not accurate. And now we can fight about in the in the courts forever, right? See, that's why they're they're trumping you in the courts. Guess what? He's already said he'd fill it. You know, the third time of hypocrisy. There it is, people. There's the death knell of, you know, America. Quite frankly, because they'll take over. The minority will take over. Continue their rhetoric. You know, through the court, all the way up to the Supreme Court. I'm just waiting for, you know, one of the liberal justices to kick it. And then boom. Oh, they'll fill it. Go bye-bye, America. And they might want to think twice about that. Because guess what? When you do that, you've delegitimized the Supreme Court of America. The highest court in the land. Because from then on, you know, it'll just be the rhetoric of you know, them accusing everyone else of being fake. And they'll just take command. You know, I say have ten courts of ten. You can barely get things done as it is. You obviously need, you know, more people to carry the workload. It's ridiculous. You're like, you know, people hold on to grim death. It's so bad. People should be able to come and go out of there in like 10-year cycles. There you go. 10, 10 councils of 10, 10-year cycles. If they want to. You know, maybe it's not for them. You know, get people in there who aren't so left or right. Get people in the middle. That's what you all should all be seeking. You know, who can channel George, they're, they're George Washington and you know, Abe Lincoln the best. You know, honest Abe, you know, slinging that axe, chopping down those trees. That's what I'm talking about. You know, move on to a, a new way. You know, coming together. You're not for the rhetoric of that what you can get from this or that from your side, but for the, you know, the, you know, the honor of Grayskull, right? The honor of America and the world. Because you have the power. It's like you just wield this amazing power. It's to man that this is the law of the land. And really, even if you do still have that power, you know, it has to be the will of the people. 
And we need to, okay, overall, in the world where we have the, the will of the people known, we can thumbs up or thumbs down everything, people. You know, put it back through, you know, the ringer. Of people talking about, working things out. Right? And we need to bury the hatchet on these things. And if we don't, you know, those in power are going to bury the hatchet in us. That's for sure. 